Welcome to the Week 4 LA City Baseball Video. Connor Morissette alongside Alex Gar. Alex, we saw some upsets this week, some games that made us scratch our heads. League play is back, and the craziness is just getting started. Exactly. Took the words right out of my mouth. The craziness is officially underway. We saw Cleveland sweep Birmingham. Cleveland does a little bit of a yo-yo in our top 10. Yeah. League play getting started all over the city section. Baseball, it's here. We're ready. And Kennedy had a couple of big wins. They are not in the top 10 this week, but that transitions nicely into the outside looking in. we got to talk about the Cougars yeah. a little bit because they beat Chatsworth, a, a good West Valley League team, and they beat Banning. It's it's a really, really good week for them. Still on the outside, but uh, we've liked what we've seen from them. In San Fernando, they're not going to run away with the Valley Mission League, it doesn't look like, because Kennedy, we thought maybe they lost a lot of guys, and yeah. they did, but they've played good baseball lately. Well, here's the thing with Kennedy. They started the year 0-4, so really quickly yeah. they were off our radar. Like you mentioned, we knew that they lost, I think, 10 or 11 seniors, and we thought, okay, well, it's going to be a bit of a rebuilding year. But since they started 0-4, they've gone 4-1 since. They went over Chatsworth 10-7, and then Pauly, they beat Pauly 4-3 last week. Yeah. So a couple of really, really nice wins there for Kennedy. Adrian Shaides went 2-3, for three, had two RBIs in each of those games. So maybe they lost some of the big sticks from last year, but it seems like they're still going to give a lot of teams their best punch. And then they get San Fernando in the first week of May, I believe. So we're going to have Late some year, time okay. yeah, to see what the, both of these teams have. We thought San Fernando's going to run away with the Valley Mission League. We'll talk about the Tigers in a second. But like you mentioned, the Golden Cougars out of Kennedy, they got a really nice shot, and they're playing some great baseball. Anyone else, like a Granada Hills, who, who's on the outside, uh, yeah. who, who's on the radar? I mean, Silmar had kind of a tough week, so right. they're going to drop a little bit. But Banning is out as well. They've lost some games. I, I think this 10 is pretty representative of where we're at. We kind of were banking on Banning to show us something, and that never yeah. really happened, so, so they're out. But Granada, Banning, those are some teams who have been and who are out still. Yeah, Granada Hills, I just want to talk a little bit about them because we haven't talked a ton about yeah. them. We've done the outside looking in, and Granada Hills, remember, they were in our initial top 10. They were number 10, and they fell out after a loss against Palisades. But they're 9-7-1 and seven and one right now. They've lost two one-run ball games and had one tie in the last week and a half. So they could easily be, you know, 11-4, and four, having a really, really good start to the season. Just a couple of things haven't gone their way. But they get Elko this week. Yeah, so big if week. things exactly. If things haven't really gone your way so far, here's a chance to punch one of the best teams in the mouth, and they got a good shot against Elko this week. Let's get into our top ten. Staying put at number ten, it's the Torridors from Taft, 12 and four. They beat North Hollywood on Saturday in a game we wanted to kind of see them blow them out a little bit, and that's what happened. Nine to one. Elvis Park went two for three with a double and scored two runs in that game. Two against Chatsworth for Taft this week. Any chance? Taft can split with Chatsworth. Do you Abs think absolutely. They have a shot. Okay, great. Absolutely. I think Chatsworth, they're down a little bit right now. We're going to talk about them in a second. But Taft, here's the chance. They're 12 and 4, and they beat San Fernando, which is right now their most quality win. Their schedule just has not been yeah, that tough. Yeah, not that great. So we're going to see what is this Taft team made of. You talk about Elvis Park. He's hitting 365 on the season right now. John Halverson's hitting 400. And they got four arms with an ERA under two. Like I mentioned, not facing the toughest lineups. They faced Dorsey a couple of weeks ago. They're playing North Hollywood. Some of these teams that they should be beating, hey, at least they're doing the job. But like you mentioned, they get a good Chatsworth team this week. We're really going to get the medal tested here for Taft. Yeah, so we'll see what this team's all about. It's always exciting when you're going to go up against a good league opponent, see what you're made of. So uh, that's what we're looking for for Taft this week at 9. San Fernando, they're 9-4. and four. They beat Silmar twice last week. I was at the second game there. That was an 8-1 win. They also crushed Reseda and then lost to Pally 8-5 in a game they were up 4-0. Oh, yeah. So Crush they had a chance there, and then they let Pally get back into that one, and we'll get to Pally in a little bit. They've won like 11 games in a row, so they're just a hot team right now. But San Fernando, they were out last week, moving to 9. They've established themselves, I think. I know Kennedy's good, but I think still they're that top team in the Valley Mission League. And yeah. Tony Meza threw in game 2 against Silmar. 
I was really impressed with him. Big junior, can throw hard. Talked uh, with him after the game. He also had an RBI helping his cause. So I think they're getting a couple guys back from injury as well, he mentioned. So look out for San Fernando. They're peaking, and uh, that loss to Pally, they'll leave a bad taste in their mouth. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to lose those ball games, Like you mentioned, I think they had a 4-0 lead going yep. into the fifth inning, yeah. and they lose that game 8-5. So that's a disaster. That's one you learn from, but you flush because you still have a lot of league play left. They get Canoga Park in Panorama. They should go 4-0 against those teams. And like you mentioned, we mentioned it in the first episode of this show here this baseball season. We said San Fernando, the Valley Mission League, it's theirs to lose. Kennedy, that's looming, but you got a month until then. Yeah. So you mentioned Mesa, he's kind of burst on the scene a little bit, pitching really, really well. You got some time, so you got to decide to play Kennedy, and who knows? If Kennedy doesn't clean up against some of these lower teams, maybe the division's already locked up there for San Fernando. And if you win the league, you'll definitely be in the open division. But like we said, that loss to Pally, it's a tough one to take. At 8, Pauly, 6-6-1. Six, six, they swept Grant and then lost to Chatsworth last week. Nice to see them put up runs, though. They put yeah. up 26 runs, and Grant, we knew they were always going to sweep them, but the bats got going, and against Chatsworth, I believe they put up five runs. We saw them only manage one in a win against Cleveland. So, yeah. I'm taking this week as a positive for them. I'm sure they would have liked to have beaten Chatsworth, who's down a little bit in uh, the grand scheme of things with some of the losses that they've taken. But uh, the fact that those bats are going and Elias Galavis is getting a little bit of offensive help, I think that'll bode well for Pauly going forward. Yeah, you want to look at the silver linings. We talked about Grant. Like you said, we knew they were going to sweep them. But Arthur Rivera and Juan Rodriguez, a couple of extra arms, they combined for a no-hitter against Grant. So when the arms are working like that, that's always a positive sign. And like you mentioned, the bats have been so quiet. Hey, I took in three Pauly Parrot baseball games. I watched them score one yeah. run combined in those three three games that I saw. So for them to come out, swing the sticks well, that's got to feel good. And they should win the East Valley League. And I yeah. can make a bold prediction here, not to put too much pressure on Pauly. They can go undefeated in the East Valley League. I don't think Verdugo Hills is as good as they were last year. I think Pauly can really make a run through here and go undefeated in East Valley League. They play Verdugo Hills twice this week, and that's their big rival. Last year, a couple fights almost broke oh, out. Yeah. It was awesome. But, uh, <laughs> it was awesome. You're right, though. Pauly should be better, should beat them. There's no more Charlie Roca. Masumoto over there for Dugo Hills is a great pitcher, but after that, you know, Matt Gokey can hit, but they really lost a lot yeah, of pieces from a year ago. So I agree. It's a rivalry game, though, so you never know what's going to happen at Verdugo Hills. Uh, it could get kind of crazy over there, it but always does. I, I think I agree with you. Pauly has more talent, and they should win both of those games. Seven, Chatsworth. So they slip a little bit more this week. They were five a week ago. Now they slipped to seven. Seven, six, and one. Lost to Kennedy, Calabasas last week. They beat Pauly, but they let up 18 runs in their two losses. Yeah. So the pitching has just been bad. Well, it's been Stevan Gomez and Gabe Achacaro in those games that I, I was taking a look at the stats. Not a lot of info on what's going on with Chatsworth right now. we got to go put some eyes on them. we yeah. got to see, okay, what's going on down there? Because they got a lot of talent. We know that they lost a couple of pieces, but we still think they're one of the best teams here in the L.A. City. Taft this week, we talked about how big of a week it's going to be for Taft. I think it's bigger for Chatsworth yeah. because Chatsworth right now, they've lost ball games. Frankly, they shouldn't have. You don't want to lose to Kennedy. That's a rebuilding team. Beating Pauly was definitely helpful, but losing to Calabasas, that's a game they've gone back and forth yeah. several years. They're always playing. It's a bit of a rival. You want to win that one. It was a one-loss kind of game or one-run-loss kind of game. So this is a huge week for Chatsworth. I'd love, if I'm a Chatsworth guy, go out, sweep Taft, restart, refresh. Hey, now it's league play. Let's really get it going. Yep, so two against Taft, as you mentioned. and. It's big for Taft, but also big for Chatsworth. At number six, Carson, 10-5. and five. They went 3-1 and one last week, played a lot of games. They swept Rancho Dominguez, as we expected. They beat Marshall as well, and they lost to St. Paul. 
in uh, one of those tournaments. If I'm Carson, just looking at their schedule, it should be an easy April until that final game against San Pedro. Yeah. I expect them to win a lot of these games, and I really think that they should win, if not all of them, most of them, and maybe drop one, maybe two. Should win a lot of games here. Yeah, and this isn't really a stretch to say, but they're an open division team. Yeah. Lock it, put it Absolutely. in ink, they in Sharpie, they are an open division They've team. They've done enough. And last year, like we talked about before, they were a division one team. They got to Dodger Stadium, which was nice, but this is a team that can swing the bats. Juan Camarena is one of the best hitting catchers. Jaja Bellinger is pitching really, really well. So they got pieces. And here for Carson, like you mentioned, I don't think Banning's really going to test them. So can they get on a nice roll here, rip off maybe six or seven straight wins before they get Pedro at the end of the month? How good does that 10 nothing win over Cleveland look for them oh, right God, now? Oh, God, it's got to feel so good, especially we're going to talk about Cleveland. Sweeping Birmingham, our number one team. Yeah, they got to be licking their chops, feeling confident. Hey, we can beat just about anybody. Yeah, huge win for them a couple weeks back. At number five, San Pedro, 15-1, and one, just like Pally. This team keeps winning. Swept Narbonne. I was there for game two of that one. They were up 9-0, and then the fifth inning, they kind of had an inning to forget. But Anthony Scognamillo, he took a no-hitter into the fifth inning before getting roughed up a little bit. Had a good outing just until that fifth, so you know you don't want to take too much into that. Just one bad uh, little inning here and there. That'll happen, so we'll throw that out. I still think he's a really good pitcher. Travis Connolly hit a monstrous uh, two-run home run to center field. It was really impressive. Then they beat Verdugo Hills last week as well. So two with Banning for San Pedro, and... Uh, We'll see what happens with that, but I think they should uh, be able to beat them pretty, not easily, but the way they're playing, those bats. I know Hoya, we talk a lot about him for banning, yeah. but I don't know, those San Pedro bats would really scare me if I was banning. Well, here's the thing, like you talked about it, Pedro keeps winning and they keep hitting. We see a lot of these margin of victories. They had 7 nothing win and a 9-6 win over Narbonne and then a 9-2 win over Verdugo Hills. That's not 3-1, to one, yeah. right? That's not 2 to nothing. Those are big, crooked numbers in several innings. So I like the San Pedro team. Chris Paterlin, six innings, no runs in the games against Narbonne. So this is this. these are things that I was looking for. Yeah. Who's the number two? Who's the secondary pitcher? What else can you bring to the table? Peterlin really stepped up, and like you mentioned, they ripped off 10 straight wins. They get banning this week. Taft on Saturday. Can they keep going? I think so. Yeah, it's a good week for them. Into the top four, Palisades at number four, 15 and two. They've won 11 straight games. They swept Laces and beat San Fernando this past week. They're off until Saturday where they will play Banning. But the Western League really shouldn't be too tough for them. Banning, no. it's a game that they should win. Pallies looking at a lot more wins in their future. The Bats are still the question, but the Bats woke up against San Fernando yeah. in a big way. No, in this San Fernando game, you're going to feel down if you just look at the first four innings. Wyatt Longcar, he's the ace. He gave up three runs in the first three innings. You're thinking, wait a minute, this isn't supposed to happen. But the team stuck together. And I talked to Wyatt on my podcast a couple of uh, days ago, and he said this is a really tight team. Yeah. The dugout's always alive. When we get down, we know we're not out of it. And I think that really came true in that San Fernando game. Like we talked about, they were down 4 nothing. They blitz all the way back. I think they have a six-run fifth inning. Maybe it was an eight-run fifth inning. Just absolutely destroy kind of the hope and dream yeah. of upsetting a Palisades team there against San Fernando. But going forward, like you mentioned, the Western League, Hamilton's down. Westchester's not a kind of team that you're going to be afraid of. Pally's got a smooth road ahead, but I think this is a time. Maybe the bats start to heat up a little bit. This can be a momentum builder for Pally. And it's nice they keep challenging themselves on Saturdays. That's that's really important. And like I said, they'll continue that with banning Saturday. Birmingham falls to number three. So let's get into the Patriots a little bit. They're eight and seven. They need to do some soul searching this week, Alex. Yeah. Uh, after getting swept by Cleveland, they then lost 14 to nine against Thousand Oaks. Really good team. Yeah. But still, Birmingham. Lots of runs. Yeah, Birmingham. It's a team who. Won the city championship in the Open Division a year ago. We hold them to a really high standard. Letting up that amount of runs isn't a good look. And, again, Thousand Oaks is good, but that's a team you, you have a chance against. And to let up that many, that you know, it leaves me scratching my head a little bit. 
tough week for them. Can they bounce yeah. back? That's the question. Well, in my notes here, I say it's not panic time yet. They got the National Classic yeah. this week. Like you mentioned, a good time to go soul searching. These games, obviously not going to count for league, but you're going to see some really talented baseball teams. I think they have four games during this week, not counting the weekend. And they start with Just, Gar, who isn't very good, so right. they, they so should be able to beat them. There should be a couple of you know easy warm-ups, and I think maybe they get their feet back underneath them. Look, if, if I'm the rest of the West Valley League, I'm not thrilled Cleveland went out and swept him because what you've done is you've created <laughs> a monster. The bear, yeah. Exactly. You've pissed off Birmingham and now they're going to want revenge and they have some league play games to make up because they're now they're down 0-2. So I think it kind of puts the rest of the West Valley League on notice. But like you mentioned, they're 8-7 they're and seven right now. They had an 0-3 week last week. Flush it, start over, but you got a full week of baseball ahead of you. Now the pitching is a big question mark. We saw Cleveland get to Burt Garcia a little bit. We still don't know who the clear-cut number two for the Patriots is. And uh, that's, you know, they got to answer that at, at this time. It's kind of yeah. now or never. And if Burt can settle down and find the form that he was in last year, they'll have a great chance to repeat again. But uh, if he continues to struggle, they might be in a little bit of trouble. Number two, Cleveland. So they swept Birmingham. They're 9-6. and six. Chris Lozano, Adrian Gonzalez, and Alec Garcia all led the way in those two games. Really, really great players. And uh, let's just get into that. I was at the first game, and they went down early. And then from there, they fought back and... They just really executed well. One of their guys had two squeezes that resulted in RBIs, just great execution. And, man, they looked like a well-oiled machine. Looked a lot different than when we saw them against Pauly. Yeah, it's the old sandbag. Yeah. Both games I've seen against Cleveland, they've scored no runs. They've outscored 11 to nothing, and then they go and they sweep the defending city champion. So huge, huge momentum builder for Cleveland. Like you mentioned, they've won 7-2 to two and then 6 to nothing. Adrian Gonzalez in that 7-2 win, 3 for 4, yeah. 3 RBIs. cover off the ball. And then the second game goes 2 for 2. Alec Garcia goes 3 for 4 in the second game. Chris Lozano pitches 5 innings and then just gives up 1 run uh, in the second game, then hits uh, 2 for 4 and picks up 3 RBIs. Yeah. So all the guys come into play. We talked about Alec Garcia a couple of weeks ago. Maybe he's the best hitting third baseman in the city section. Got off to a slow start. A couple of games we saw, we thought, well, he's not really hitting the ball. And then against Birmingham, the big show, the bright lights, he rakes. That's a huge, huge win for Cleveland, and they're in a great spot sitting too. Yeah, they're the hottest team right now after sweeping Birmingham. And, I mean, if you had to make a pick right now, you'd say, I think they got a great shot at winning a championship. Long way to go, though, and yep. those guys know after the disappointment from last year what it takes. They're motivated. I talked to Chris and Adrian after uh, that first Birmingham game, so I don't want to put words in their mouths. They didn't say, you know, we're going to win all that. They're focusing on yeah. game by game, and I think that's a good strategy. Talked to Sid Lopez after as well, and in that first Birmingham game, Cleveland did get a couple calls that they thought they should have, and they still won. They didn't let that get to them, so that's good to see as well. They're the hot team. Let's see if they can keep that going. Number one, though, it's El Camino Real. It's been kind of quiet on their schedule lately. They've mm -hmm. been going to the South Bay and just dominating teams. They had a nice win on Saturday against Peninsula and then Lawndale the week before. So quiet, but now they get two against Granada Hills. The league play starts. It'll ramp up a little bit. Why are they number one? Well, they're number one for a couple of reasons. Number one, they keep winning. They had a 9-0 win over Peninsula, yeah. and they got Andy Ombres. He was finally oh, yep. eligible he, to transfer. Then he hit a grand slam his first, first at-bat. Yeah. bat and wow. I, I heard, I don't know if I can, I can't confirm this, but I heard not only first at-bat, first, first pitch. pitch, grand slam, five RBIs wow. on the day for Andy Ombres. And then Cole Kitchen, he threw three innings, struck out six, and then at the dish went two for three, had a double, also a bomb, just for good measure. Okay. So the reason why they're number one, they're doing all of the little things, and then they're doing the big things. They're hitting bombs. They're striking out hitters. So this team, going forward last week, we talked about their depth. We thought, hey, Adam Christopher, Jack Wisden, Joey Klein, 
Got a bunch of arms. Nothing changes. Now they're just adding with the addition of Andy Ombres. Dom Carnes is showing out really well. I think he had three hits in that game against Peninsula. So this is going to be a very tough team to beat. And I think uh, against Granada Hills, sharpen your teeth a little bit, Granada. You got to come to play. Yeah. All right. Look out, Granada Hills. That will be two tough games for them against the Conquistadors, our new number one team. Birmingham lasted what three, four weeks. Yeah, three so, straight weeks. So we'll see uh, how long El Camino Real can last because Cleveland. That's man, ominous. They're going to be yeah, knocking right there on the door, and if Pally can keep winning. It's it's not a two horse race maybe like we thought. A oh no, weeks absolutely, back. No. yeah, it's not. It's it's wide open with Birmingham losing to Cleveland. I think that basically blows it wide open. And I think the semifinal we were talking before we went on last year semifinal four West Valley League teams. I think that playbook is going to be completely thrown out. St. Pedro and Palisades. If there's ever been a time, it's right now. All right, so. It's very exciting in the city. It's been a West Valley League semifinal for years. years. And years. Yeah, so maybe that changes. Let's get into the King of K's. So Anthony Scognamio against Narbon. He's a San Pedro pitcher. We talked about him a little bit ago. Took a no-hitter against Narbon into the fifth. Had five strikeouts at that point. Then he got a little roughed up. So uh, have the nice compilation of his K's there. I, I'm sure the outing didn't end the way he wanted it to, but I was really impressed with him uh, from innings one to four. And... Uh, you know, he struck out five guys and didn't allow a hit until that fifth inning. So it was an impressive display. Just let one uh, inning get away from him. He gets the King of K nomination this week. Yeah, I mean, if not King of K's, at least maybe the count of quality start. <laughs> you know, going out there, you take the ball, you go four innings, don't give up a hit, get a little roughed up in the fifth, strike out a few. But at the end of the day, you get the win, you do your job. So games to watch. There are a million. I have a whole list. What games are you paying attention to? If there's something that you miss, I'll uh, fill in. Well... West Valley League play getting started in earnest. We got El Camino Real Granada Hills, like we just talked about, Chatsworth and Taft, Pedro and Banning in the Marine League. But the one that I'm watching, I'm going to dip all the way down to Division Three. Okay. The best team in Division Three, Port of Los Angeles. They're playing Dorsey this week. The Polar Bears. That's the yeah, the Polar Polar Bears are the best team in <laughs> Division Three. They just beat King Drew, the other decent Imperial League team, ten to nothing. So this is a week to remember here for Polar. If they can beat Dorsey, who is not a Division Three team, a Division Up, if you can beat them. That'll be really special. All right, City Section baseball fans, here are the games to watch: Taft, Chatsworth. They play two. Poly Verdugo Hills. They play two. San Fernando Canoga Park. Canoga Park has some young talent. I expect San Fernando to win both, but I put that on the list because I know Canoga has some good young players. They play two. San Pedro Banning plays two. Pally Banning on Saturday. Cleveland against Thousand Oaks tomorrow. And then El Camino Real and Granada Hills play two. So, a lot of tasty baseball. Yeah, the whole week is great. And I, I don't think we've had a week like this where there have been so many great games. Last no. week was good, but I think this is now, it's the standard now. Yeah. We're going to get a lot of great games week in, week out. The season's ramping up. we got a new number one team. Let's get to work. Oh, baby, I can't wait. Two games a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So many good baseball yep. games. I cannot wait to get started. That's the week four LA City baseball video. He's Alex Gar. I'm Connor Morissette. We'll see you next time. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle.